0: Well, good morning. Morning. I like what it said. It says there's a lot of preparation that goes into this season, isn't it? Things have been getting ready. Sometimes we get ready to get ready, right? And so. Our nativity scene on our holiness table—we don't have the baby Jesus. We place him there on Christmas morning. We are anticipating the coming of Christ. Right when we celebrate Advent, that's what we're celebrating. We celebrate his first coming as we look forward the second. My mama, God willing, will be getting on a plane. We've rescheduled it once already. because She got sick, but she has literally been told not to leave the house until she is leaving for the airport. So that if she doesn't get sick again. But I look forward with anticipation. My mom coming. We look forward to Christmas morning to see what we're going to get, right? We like the gifts. Some of us, as we get older, it's less about the gifts and more about the family, we'll see. We look forward to having an opportunity to spend time with our family. So there's all kinds of things that we look forward to for some of us when we're working. We may look forward to the angel tree or the kettles, but specifically, especially, we look forward to the end of those and being able to look back and go, The believer is the one who has to make their way to their God. The believer is the one who has to bridge that gap between what is divine and what is man. And yet when we celebrate Advent, we are celebrating. We're human, we make mistakes, we sin. As the Bible says, we're fallible. We aren't perfect. So that's why Jesus, who is perfect, came to us. And so as we celebrate Advent, as we prepare, that is what we're talking about, the incarnation. We are going to examine closely Gabriel's announcement to Mary, which is, God is about to be among us. And in exchange, we are catching a glimpse of the mystery, the mission, and the motivation of Advent. So the first thing, the mystery. When the angel came to Gabriel, or when the angel Gabriel came to Mary, he says, Greetings, you who are highly favored, for the Lord is with you. He goes further, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus, and he will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. You are to conceive a son. You're going to be a child. (coughs) Mary goes, how is this even going to happen? In our video Bible presentation, she said, how is this going to happen as I have known no man? That's where the incarnation comes in. God Incarnation simply means in the flesh. So it's at this stunning moment in history that God's plan for redeeming his people is revealed. And nobody seen it coming. The Israelites, as they awaited the Messiah, thought that they would get a promised military leader who would free them and lead them. They were not expecting that he would come as a babe playing in a manger. But God's plan was to save humanity from the inside out. would become one of us. Think about it. God has become human. In some religions and probably when they were first saying it, it seemed to be sacrilegious and even scandalous. I'll admit there's a song that's out that literally says what if God was one of us. I'll admit, I find it kind of catchy, but I have friends and people who cannot even stand to hear the song, because they feel it's sacrilegious. But it poses the question, what if God was one of us? And that's what incarnation is about. God being one of us. The mystery, the son of the Most High, who would soon be the son of humble Mary, a teenage mother. Our God is not some far-off deity who demands that we make our way to him. Bye-bye. He comes to us. He is near and he is among us. I think the mic is finally on. I think I had it off the first part. Everyone can hear me right, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I now, I see them sleeping, I'll get them later. <laughs> the Incarnation. No other religion has a story, the truth, about a Savior who comes to them. Our God who draws near to us. Our God who is among us. The second thing that we need to look at Gabriel made to Mary was the mission. What was the purpose behind Jesus drawing near to us? What was the purpose, the mission behind the birth of Christ? One word redemption. In this passage of Scripture in Luke, we learn not just how he will come, but why. He is on a rescue mission for God's people. To accomplish it, he will step into our world and plant himself into a context. He will become human so that he can save all of mankind. Eugene Peterson, in the message, phrases it this way: In John 1:14, the Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. The mystery of the incarnation sheds light on the mission of Jesus. It shows us that God is always coming to us so that He can bring us. Talk about bridging that gap between what is divine and what is man. When Jesus came, his mission was to bridge that gap. I think the best illustration I've ever seen was literally having it be two sides of a cliff and then a cross acting as the Before we get to the cross, we started a major. Our Savior came as a little baby. When Gabriel appeared to Mary, he was revealing God's plan that they had aware of they have been participating the messiah for centuries and nobody thought the ghost story was going to start with a young teenage girl named Mission behind it was to save us, to save man by being man, and the reason behind it, the motivation, was love. Advent, the incarnation—it's all proof. It's all part of what undeniable. It is a love that is more than just a sentiment or intention. It's more than just how I love chocolate or I love coffee. I love tacos. I love pizza. Today, we use that word in our vocabulary to wasn't love in lowercase. It was love. All capital letters. Godly love. The model of love that we should all strive to follow. The love that we should be willing to receive and the love that we should be willing to give to everyone else. God's love. We quote John three sixteen. Even people who may not even profess to know much about religion can probably quote that verse. For God so what? Love. Loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. He gave this Jesus. We normally think of John 3.16 when we think about Easter. But think about it. That verse says, He gave us Jesus. He started, he gave us Jesus right at this announcement when the angel gabriel told mary you are going to have a son who will be the son of god and you should name Him jesus that's when he gave us jesus right there in john 16. and then he kept giving he gave us jesus when jesus would go on to die on the cross gave us jesus when he paid for our sins but it started Christmas. I like to think that's why we give gifts to people. Because we are celebrating the best Christmas present that anyone can ever receive. Which is the knowledge of the love of Christ. And the knowledge that God loves us so much. And it should be something that we should be willing to share. He came as a babe in act that was overflowing and even reckless because nobody knew this was going to turn out. In fact, if you look back at his life, he was later treated horribly, spat upon, abused, mocked, and then killed. And you think he may even know what was gonna happen, and still, out of love, he came. So the question is today is, how does your mission reflect the mission of redemption? Every follower of Jesus is called to engage with God's mission in the world. We don't just stop celebrating a baby in a manger, but we follow our Messiah out of places of comfort into the lives of those who need him most. The question is, is, what is our motivation? Are we driven by the love that God has to share that love with the lost, with those who need to know love and need to know God's love. Have you thought about how you demonstrated? Have you thought about how you can show God's It's about the mystery of God among us. It's about the mission of the rescue through Jesus. And it reminds us that God's motivation is both in his rich, reckless love for creation and his love for everyone. We are being called to live in response to that. We are being called. Just as Mary was given a purpose, we have a purpose. Mary was chosen to be the first one to bring Jesus to the world through his heart. And as Christians, we have been given the charge to bring Jesus to the world through his word. Question is, do we accept the mission? We're going to have a time and say a prayer. As our time of commitment, the song is going to play just to give us time of reflection. And as it plays, the music Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you for Jesus, Lord. We thank you for loving us enough for Jesus to come, to be able to have God among us, Lord. And Lord, as we go forth, help us, strengthen us, bless us, Lord. so that we may live up to the mission of your love and to share your love with those who need it most. And we ask these things through your beloved son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. I want to thank everyone for coming out. Everyone, all of you. If you're available for a special volunteer project after this, we would love to have you. God bless and have a great week. Until we can meet once more in his house, go in peace.